0: On the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes.
1: Today's episode is a side of beer where many fear to tread.
0: Starting off at the top of the list is Schwartz Weather, a Schwartz beer by Spangalang Brewery in Denver, Colorado. The shirtless Putin catching rays. A Czech dark lager given to us by the Call to Arms Brewing Company in Denver, Colorado the Obscura Dark Mexican Lager from Trivoli Brewery in Denver, Colorado. The Big Bad Bronze Baltic Porter from the Odyssey Beer Works and Brewery and Taproom in Arveda, Colorado. Rounding it up will be the Czech Dark Lager from Brews Beers in Denver, Colorado. We'll be right back after this break. Suds, Suds, Suds. It's time for more Suds.
1: Welcome, welcome everyone to another Suds segment where we believe that the only thing better than drinking beer is, well, I don't know that we found the only thing better than drinking beer. Moist.
2: (laughs) We are dedicated to looking though at the bottom of all the glasses Mm -hmm. that had beer in them.
1: And all the cans. And the cans. Yes. And bottles. Especially the cans. Clap yes. your hands. Yes. Well, I am one of your hosts, good old gal Juliana, and joining me today for this special episode is Reverend Mark.
0: Hello, hello, friends. Good to be around the table with you all.
1: Good old boy, Drew.
0: Oh, that's me. I'm excited. you <laughs> <He's> so <tired. laughs>
1: What? Good old boy, Dave.
3: Hey, everybody! I'm here. No yeah, sound. This is the real me.
1: Effect. I'm a real boy.
3: Hi, everybody. How adorable! I ran out of buttons.
1: I, I, wow, that's a first. Well, today's episode is a side of beer where many fear to tread.
2: Where angels fear to tread.
0: Uh, a dark side.
1: There are a lot of misconceptions about dark beer. They're too strong. They taste like motor oil.
3: They say those things about River Mark. Those are bad.
1: Well, to some people, they're bad, Mm. but they simply are not true. We've talked a lot about traditional dark ales like stouts and porters, but today we're going to explore something even more mysterious.
0: It's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good.
1: Otherwise known as dark loggers. Reverend Mark, would you mind giving us today's lineup of all things dark and devious?
0: Yeah, I'd be glad to, and really one of my favorite styles all the way around. So the beers that we will be sampling today and discussing, uh, starting off at the top of the list, is Schwartz Weather, uh, a Schwartz beer. By Spangalang Brewery in Denver, Colorado. Best brewery name ever. Spang-a-lang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that uh, Chuck Berry song, My Spangalang, My
3: Everybody spang-a-lang. saying, I want what? you to play with
2: me. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> there yeah.
2: may or may not be children listening to this show. I mean, it's probably a bad idea, but still.
3: There may or may not be children hosting this
0: show. <laughs> And as we continue to degenerate here, we'll go to the shirtless Putin, Catch and (laughs) Rays. A Czech dark lager uh, given to us by the Call to Arms Brewing Company in Denver, Colorado. Appropriately named. Yeah. Unfortunately. The next one will be the Obscura Dark Mexican Lager. From Trivoli Brewery I think I've got that right C, si. In Denver, Colorado Bueno A lot of Denver beers yeah, yeah, coming yeah, our yeah, way yeah. <laughs> And then The Big Bad Bronze Baltic Porter Yeah, yeah That's yeah, too. And that's the uh, from the Odyssey Beer Works and Brewery and Taproom In Arvada, Colorado You're not that guy, pal Trust me You're not that guy <laughs> <laughs> And then rounding it up will be the Czech Dark Lager from Bruise Beers in Denver, Colorado.
2: That's an interesting brewery name. They Bruce beers? They yes. beers?
3: You'd smack them around a little bit. I, I guess so. You know what? You have to show those beers who's boss. Right? Sometimes. You gotta knock them around a little sometimes bit. Sometimes you
1: really do. And if oh. we have, if time permits, we're going to have a bonus beer or two. Thank you, Reverend Mark. That was most excellent. Okay buy Drew, are you ready? Please give us the Suds ratings for today. And if you would, please use your deepest, darkest voice.
3: <clears throat> Hold on to your loved ones.
1: <clears throat> and your sound.
3: We'll be discussing and rating these
2: beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud.
1: Two. Was that a belch? Three. Ah,
2: What a relief. Four. A body should really not make that sound. Gadget. Five. Listen to that hang time and give me another. Next time.
3: <laughs> that was yes,
2: that
1: was fun. Good old boy Drew is available for all Halloween and outdoor comedic events and
3: kids' birthday parties. You don't want me inside.
1: <laughs> Whoa! Wow. I'm gonna, okay. I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna take that clip. I'm gonna use that.
1: <laughs> all right, let's get to the beer. The first one that we are going to talk about is Schwartzweather. It's a Schwarzbier from Spangling Brewing Company. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. So Schwartzbeer is a black lager for those that are keeping up. And this is 5% ABV. It's a black lager with hints of chocolate and coffee. So, thoughts?
3: Go,
0: Riff Mark. Go, man. So, yeah. I'm... Think that this, um, you know, is a a perfect and most illustrative.
1: Ooh, uh, that's a twenty-five cent word.
0: Drink uh, if one wants to talk about Schwartz beer. It's extremely dark, and yet the flavor uh, just sends you on a really light and delicious pace that uh, could allow you to drink several pints of this without even noticing.
1: It is, yeah. I mean, it's like it's opaque dark, Mm -hmm. which makes you think that it's going to be something very chewy and very heavy. But it's it's not. No, not at all.
2: I you know, Schwartz weather. I was wondering is that a play on sweater weather or shorts? Mm -hmm. Because frankly, I I think both. Yeah, I -hmm. could drink this in the winter. I could drink this in the summer. It's approachable, Mm. delicious. So,
3: so it literally means black beer in German. Sometimes called a Black Pills. This beer is rarely as dark as black or as hop forward and bitter as a Pills. Strongly roasted porter-like flavors are a flaw. Um, <laughs> so it shouldn't taste <laughs> like a porter. Right. Like, it should be smoother. You know, a regional specialty from Thuringia, Saxony, and Franconia in Germany served as the inspiration for black lagers brewed in Japan. You know they what? Those, those guys—they steal everything from people. Uh, popularity grew after German reunification in 1990. Characteristic ingredients: German Munich malt and Pilsner malts for the base, with huskless—no husks—that dark be huskless. roasted malts that add roast flavors, Fully without burnt flavors. Dehusked German hop varieties and clean German lager yeast are traditional. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm should be just a clean smooth beer that just looks mm. dark you know and it is, is it, that it what does it have is?
2: some roasty mm-hmm. character to it though Ooh, so uh, that's a flaw
3: I, no right. i don't I, th- I think it can have some yeah no element. no i don't think i think it's just just enough um i think if well, it came out as aggressively roasty it would be a flaw
2: is there a let's say aggressive this, this all seems very subjective
3: like a a coffee schwartz beer would probably not Go. You
2: wouldn't flavor a Schwartz beer with coffee. You'd, right. You'd, okay. Be like, like double brew. You
3: yeah. Know? You know, I mean, you could do a, you know, a lactose Schwartz beer. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, why?
1: Yeah. Can yeah. We yeah. Just because yeah. you say that
3: we did. Just but then is can? it really
1: even a Schwartz beer
2: anymore? Yeah. I mean, at that point, isn't it like hard iced coffee?
1: Right. Ooh. Or
0: something? Or like we've seen in. So many other delicate styles, uh, the imperialization of this product yeah, would imperial not be a Schwartz beer. Be, yeah. That wouldn't be so good. Yeah, man. It might be good, but it wouldn't be a Schwarzbier. Yeah. 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 It's like I tell my was, wife, bigger's not always better. Was you know. Autocrats <laughs> with their so imperial. <laughs> oh,
2: wait, that's a different meaning.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's dumb it down for just a minute for those that are are new. No, I was thinking for me. So a black IPA is gonna be dark. It's mm-hmm. going to be roasty, mm-hmm. but it's going to have a lot of hops, and it's also right. brewed with an ale yeast versus a yeah. lager yeast. Right.
0: Whoa, yeah, there's
3: okay. two different kinds of yeast. Drew, Maybe we need to back up. Drew has brewed a lot of dark IPAs, but, but at least one.
1: But their IPAs, therefore they're for their ale yeast.
2: Yes, yes. yes. Right. Well, I don't have the space nor equipment nor patience for gotcha. lagering, unfortunately. I
3: guess you could brew a dark
0: IPL. You could. Why I've not? I had one. Like you know. uh, Jack's Abbey's probably done. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I think even obviously hops, a lot of hops at least would be uh, distracting. Okay. To Fair. this style. Sure. Um,
2: Unbalanced even. So,
0: so yeah, and an ale yeast would, you know, give it a little bit more of a. Estuary profile Just even a little Which you don't want In this beer in particular Right right? Because
1: you want it clean And you Mm -hmm. want it dry And this Mm -hmm. is Clean and dry I mean granted it's roasty But it's otherwise Clean and dry Now There's a fine line Between adding A lot of dark malts To make something Look really dark Right Like dark as night As this But not produce A lot of like Really dark Roasted Flavor Because you don't want to overdose on the dose right now is it safe to say that some people have used some sort of trickery, sorcery in a liquid form to make something that dark
0: yeah (laughs) i think there there definitely would be some you know on a larger scale additives that could be put in after 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 the brewing process but i know just for me as a hobby brewer that you know when I'm going for a short uh that I add dark malts after I have already mashed, and so I'm just I, I'm not extracting much dark flavor into the into the wart. Just we'll color. be back with and more just a little about bit of this. color
1: Yep, in just a second. Welcome back, everyone. So today we're doing an episode, and we're going on the dark side. And what we've been talking about before the break was Schwartzweather, which is a Schwartz beer from Spangling Brewery. And we were talking about different ways of making a Schwartz beer. So, with that being said, what are we going to rate this sweater weather or <laughs> Schwartzweather? <laughs> Shall we go with the four?
0: Uh, uh, I guess we should. Sounds good to me.
1: All right, cool. Moving on, let's do something a little different. And let's go to this shirtless Putin Catch and Rays Czech Dark Lager. This beer is 5.3% ABV. And as it is, it's a dark Czech lager. Although it's a lot lighter in color than our previous beer.
3: Dang near ruby. Yep.
1: Right, right. It's
3: not as Schwartz as our Schwartz beer. The
2: Schwarz is not as strong.
3: Badum sh- No, we're not doing that. It's tasty. I like it. I mean, I, I think uh, it's definitely got a nice malt forward flavor. It is malty. I want to make mm-hmm.
2: fun of it just because of the name.
3: Sure. Well, you I know. think you should. You
2: know okay. how it's you know kind of impotent. You know, a little thin.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it puts up a big front. Yeah. You know, and then it just doesn't deliver. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But the beer actually is not bad. Actually, the beer is quite yeah. nice. It's just, you know, I'm sure when they named it, they were, you know, naming it to, to make fun of, you know, somebody that needs to be made fun of. and or may not take. It's kind of a cartoon himself. Photo off. Sure.
2: Opportunities without shirts on the yeah. back of. Small horses. Riding, ponies, a, really. riding
3: a polar bear while he's catching salmon with his teeth. This is,
1: it's interesting to me because I don't know that I've ever had a dark check lager before. And I'm kind of like confused as to what it's supposed to be. Do you know what I mean?
3: It's but like if a Schwartz spear and a Dunkel had a baby.
1: Okay.
0: And they called it Putin. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Is Putin all over the place? Yeah, I
1: guess because it's it's, it's not as
0: got me Putin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, I mean it's not as dry as the last one.
2: Definitely not. It's got a a, a maltiness to the finish and in the and in the front end. Yeah, it very it's malty, really much more so throughout. In
0: my mm-hmm. opinion, but you know, one man's opinion. Yeah, it do, and it doesn't it doesn't finish clean and, and neutral. You know, yeah, you've still got a little sweetness. There's a little lingering. Yeah, you know, like is no, that maybe no, not no. represent maybe it might not be
2: the best, you know, BJCP style representation, but
3: so uh speaking of BJCP, the overall impression should be a rich, dark, malty Czech lager with a roast character that can vary from almost absent to quite prominent. Multi balance and mm. an interesting and complex flavor profile with variable levels of hopping that provide a range of possible interpretations. So basically, yeah. it could be
0: anything. A politician, right. yeah. Anyone. I know the some yeah. of these BJP, BJCP style descriptions are the parameters are just off the chart. Well, because these,
3: these are the new 2021 yeah. versions. So yeah, it's it's all inclusive. But like um, I I I don't know. It's not a bad beer. No, it's It's not not what I
2: would think of when somebody said to me, though, check bogger. Yeah,
1: well, but but it kind of reminds me of an amber ale, though, in a way. Am I wrong in thinking that?
3: Um, Color certainly matches. Color matches. I mean, it's got a little bit of sweetness to it, um, but I don't think it's I don't think it totally matches. Okay but i when i think of czech loggers, i think a little something a little more hop forward
1: yeah so, and this isn't that it's more malt forward this is more like yeah.
2: candy to me like like i feel like mm-hmm. like if i of talking like caramel or you know notes like right. that yeah yeah like, yeah.
3: like okay. an english brown kind of maybe.
2: maybe yeah, yeah
0: but okay. i get yeah i get a little beer. bit of almost like a care munich uh, to characteristic as well okay. yeah okay well but
3: it's it's okay.
1: No, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Nice. it's decent. It's decent. Okay. Well, we are going to rate the shirtless Putin catch and raise a three. Okay. Now for something completely different.
2: You keep saying this word. And they're all. It does not But whatever.
1: this one but this one is completely different cuz I don't know that I've really had one of these before. The obscura dark Mexican lager from Tivoli. This is 5.2% ABV, so still in the same wheelhouse of this 5 ish stuff that we've been drinking. It's this Mexican lager reflects a blend of Mexican and German brewing traditions. It features a substantial amount of Vienna malt and flaked corn and is lagered for over a month.
0: Yeah, it has a more rounded taste than the previous one.
2: Would you attribute uh, that to the maize?
0: I would. I like, and I like, and I think that makes it um, unique, or at least uh, more of an in- indigenous. Corn. Yeah,
1: yeah. But this is, and this is really neat, you know, because when I think of Mexican loggers, I think of something that's
3: with a lime in it. Could be and skunky
1: be. Well, they
3: don't all have B. to be
2: skunky. B. Some B. people don't put them in clear bottles.
3: That's true. True. That is true.
2: True.
1: Thank you, Pacifica. Um, but. Vittorio. Yeah. Negra Right, mm. right,
3: right. Which I, I say this has some similarities to Negro Medello. I mean, fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, could I, but see I that.
3: like this a lot. I think this is a little more complex and rounded out. It's I can probably get the other one easier, though. True.
1: True true but i i mean maybe we could start a trend and like start having dark mexican lagers you know we can Mm. we can if
3: this is what what it's gonna be yes i think that should absolutely be yeah no because this This is, is an amazing beer
1: yeah it's really good and i could see it going with mexican cuisine just as well as the lighter versions of it and really easy drinking and flavorful for what it is
3: yeah i mean i don't I don't know, like, I don't know, Drew and Mark, you guys cook more than we do. Like, would you, what kind of food would you use this
0: with? Mm. Like I say, I could see I could see s- steaming, you know, a, a, like a, a delicate white fish uh, for a fish taco. Mm-hmm. You
2: know? I, mole would. Mole, you know, oh yeah. It's got a nice chocolate note to it. I
0: mm-hmm. also wouldn't
2: hate it with um, some cumin spice, like, uh barbecue you know mm-hmm. something you know like mm-hmm. some good bark to it but like some mexican spices yeah. you know to cool. offset some of that
3: i'll um, be honest yeah no that's that's dude, yeah, i know we're, I'm we're all hungry, hungry now. Now. yeah <laughs> but you know i i have to say like when we first saw this beer, and it said dark mexican lager i almost was kind of thinking like mexican stout like they were gonna go the cinnamon and like f- uh oh, yeah. chilies you yeah. know yeah. yeah like mexican cake wedding cake or or something like that. And I'm glad that's not what it was.
2: Agreed. But yes. although that's this, good. No, they those, those are, are great beers. Yeah.
3: But I like that this is just a German influenced stout that is brewed or a lager that is brewed really well and, and with some corn and, and has like that that indigenous Mexican component to it that I think is Man, I mean, it, it makes you feel like a lot of a lot of the big commercial Mexican beers give them a bad name.
2: Well, I mean, it'd be like coming to uh, you know America and judging our brewing scene by Coors, Miller Light, Nick Ultra. But not, and and nothing against those beers; they're very difficult to make. They do them very consistently and very well facility all over the world. They're very good at what they do.
3: But but they're yeah. they're they're scaled down to hit as many palates as possible. Correct. You know, broad appeal. Yeah, but this is outstanding, man. This is a great, great beer. Yeah, but to this that point, seems-
2: I feel like I could pour this for somebody who drinks a Budweiser or somebody who drinks like mm-hmm. some obscure craft beer, and both people would like it.
3: I, yeah. I agree, but I yeah. think you'd have to pour in a cup they couldn't see the color fair.
1: Okay,
3: because people have that weird
1: mentality, mentality of something dark around, is yeah. going to be really thick and it's
0: chewy. Put
2: red food coloring in white wine, and you can
0: whole Samo yeah there you go literally
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Absolutely.
0: yeah i think the corn does something it's it's really interesting in a lager vis-a-vis an ale like i'm thinking cream ales have a lot of you know maize in them but the corn you know it is is melded more with the uh, uh you know kind of the fruitiness and the, mm-hmm. of a, of an ale and so this this really uh, i think um is a is a good it pairs well with a lager in that, if you serve it cold, it just uh, it's even more th- has more of a thin aspect to it. Not not in a negative sense, but you could drink more of it. Yeah. On a on a hot day, so it's a it's, crushable. It's a crushable beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think if it warms up, then you get a little bit more of that corn than than you would originally notice. Uh,
2: mm, like most things, it warms yeah. up. You get a little yeah. more complexity, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, sure. Cool. So, I love it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, we are going to rate the Obscura Dark Mexican Lager from Tivoli a five. I would like for it to be less obscure. <laughs> <and two> <laughs> All right. Let's get into
0: some story time. Oh, no. Story the time Mark? Story time. Yeah, you know, I mean... Um, <laughs> All stories are true, even if they didn't happen. But this seems to... <laughs> <laughs> and, and you are remembering, yeah, like to point out. All yeah. good wow. stories. <laughs> I, have to, I have to qualify that. All good stories are true, even if they didn't happen. But this apparently happened of all places in China, which uh, Imagine. upon consideration, I can. I wow. it makes even more sense. It has to do with this man who bought some special... Medicinal wine uh that was conditioned with venomous with a venomous snake inside each bottle. He bought three bottles of this stuff. so
2: Isn't wine medicinal? But then the snake that that yeah
0: yeah mm. yeah. So it was sold, I guess, for medicinal purposes. Meaning yeah. I guess you could buy it in a drug store. I'm not sure. But anyway, did they keep it next to the sacramental wine? <laughs> yeah.
1: But but wait a second. Is the like. Does the goodness of the snake ooze into the wine?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You've never had had it till ooze. the
0: snake oozes into it. <laughs> yeah. And this is cobra. Uh, uh, cobras. We're in uh, a co- one cobra per bottle.
1: Those are some big bottles. What's liquor yeah. yeah. in there, yeah, there?
3: Yeah, there you go. So this is like if you, yeah, if you bought some King Cobra malt liquor to you know medicine.
2: Yeah. It might be a season assists coming somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's fair. That's so fair.
0: it'll be the first apparently one. Apparently this this man bought it for his his ill son who had some sort of a chronic illness and set these bottles aside for almost a year and then opened the first one and was just attacked immediately by one of the snakes. Got snake bit was taken to a hospital. Good hold news. On, hold, on, hold
2: on, snake wine that bites you.
0: Yes, snake wine. Is that, that bites what you.
2: makes it medicinal?
0: So
3: okay. So let's let's Whoa. take this story. So okay. okay. So a guy goes and buys some medicinal wine with poisonous snakes in it for his son. So right. it's not for me. It's for my son.
0: Right. 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 And yeah. then, and then yeah. he lets it sit for a year. For a year. Yeah. And apparently they 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 left the. The cap slight, slightly unscrewed so that it would breathe. The snake and, got just enough the air to stay just alive. Just
3: enough air to stay alive. And it's been soaking in wine for a year, so it's yeah. drunk as crap. Yep. And I'd imagine a little wow. angry. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So you get you open it up, you get a drunk, angry cobra coming at you. Yep. Only, <laughs> only in China. <laughs> only, in, or maybe Alabama.
2: Yeah, I was wow. about to say, can we really judge We're just a... Few?
3: I think in Alabama,
0: it'd be a copperhead, though. I don't know. Maybe a uh, cottonmouth?
3: I don't uh, know. Rattlesnake.
0: Yeah, Could yeah. be a rattler. Yeah. But apparently, Ooh, at rattler, least in China, like, you know, yeah. and I guess, you know, this is sort of a, the holistic um, market and medicine traditional there. Traditional medicine. Of, yeah, aside from traditional medicine. So, that, does this, like, uh, in the
3: Old West, didn't they have snake oil salesmen? Isn't that Wasn't that a thing they like fake medicine was called snake oil.
2: Yeah. That actually makes you wonder, is that something inherited from the um, Chinese labor that was imported to the West, essentially slave
3: labor used to build Mm -hmm. the railways.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh no, it's, it's full of snakes. It's good for you. Right. Mm. Right. But it is believed that the snake venom has um, medicinal qualities that help uh, with uh, different kinds of medical issues, such as, uh, uh, nearsightedness, hair loss, and erectile dysfunction. There it is. There you go. go. <laughs> there it is. Get your, now it all get, makes and sense. he was yeah. getting this for his son. Yeah. yeah. All
3: it's, right. it's, it's not for me. It's for my son. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's not performance that, issues. It's at not right. that my snake's not working, right. you know?
1: Well, and it's just interesting, too, how he waited a year before popping one of these open. Like, well, you got
3: to let it was age. Was he thinking
1: you know? ahead? Yeah. Like, I mean...
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah, i guess he
1: that was <laughs> okay wow, wow. that's yeah. um
2: so beware
1: of chinese
3: so do you guys think that will ever be salesman? a trend that catches on in america snake wine no
1: god i hope not i mean i don't know do oh, you think- let,
3: okay let me ask you this all right if you were in china Okay, or you went to a Chinese friend's house
2: and they offered you and they were
3: like, hey, dude, I got something. It's a little out there. Okay, would you drink snake wine? Is there money involved? (laughs) I would 100 percent try it. Yeah. 100 Um. (laughs) percent. Because why not?
2: Are you opening the bottle?
3: No hell! I'm no. <laughs> not gonna I'm <laughs> I mean, like, all right, you open it over there, across the room, and, you know, so because like, I'm pretty sure I'm, pretty sure. I'm pretty so, sure I'm not sure. that fast, but I can outrun a drunk snake. Okay, I not a you real. You don't have to outrun the
2: drunk snake. You right. just have to outrun the other people. That's true. <laughs> so I can
3: I can get out of the room before the drunk snake crosses the room at me. But I would 100% try snake wine. Hundred percent.
2: Not sure how you know, I feel about you
3: now, I, I, probably no different than you did before.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's uh You're not
0: that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> but yeah, I could see I could see it being marketed in a certain way here where, you know, it uh you know, to me it's no no more risky than some of these hard seltzers where you know we're buying <laughs> Exactly <laughs>
2: I certainly have seen some late night infomercials marketing questionable products here in, the, sure. here in the United States. I don't know if, quite on the level of this, but.
3: We'd have like gummy snake wine or something. Ugh. Don't,
0: don't,
1: don't. CBD start. infused.
0: Yeah. Sure, sure. Ooh, lactose snake wine. Oh, God. What? <laughs> but you think about it, I mean, snakes and, and then. Using snakes as an antidote to snake, you know, it's like it's the anti-venoms, and yeah. the sign of the American Medical Association sure. with the snake around the pole, which really goes back to Hebrew uh, origins of Moses in the in the desert with the hebrew children and they were being uh, attacked by snakes because they were complaining so much it says that the lord inflicted in, in uh, that's a pretty hard, hard way to after them.
3: deal with people like do like, not <laughs> let me pull this car over and yeah. send snakes after right. you yeah. stay on your
2: side of the car or your brother if
3: you kids don't <laughs> shut up okay i'm going to send snakes after you
2: <laughs> don't make me turn this yeah. car around yeah yeah <laughs> I think we're I'm, all going to the bad. You place get a now, snake, for River you get a
0: snake. You get a snake. You everybody all gets, gets a snake. A snake. Yeah. So they had like a killed snake on a pole that then counteracted the venom from the from the live snakes. And you think that's kind of like a killed virus that we take to ward off real viruses. There you go. So I don't know. I know that's kind of a, a very broad analogy, but there you go.
1: That's. Answer so much.
2: Kind of like the definition of uh check dark logger.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: That's
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Check dark snake logger. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. check nice nice thing mate. Yeah. We're, snake.
1: We will definitely start a new trend with that. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. And if you have to, you know, get it uh, from another country, then your checks in the mail. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with some more discussion in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So today's discussion is, well, gone on the dark side.
3: Snakes and beer.
1: (laughs) Snakes and beer. Darkness. Yes. But we're going to move on to some beer. And the next one that we are going to talk about is the Big Bad Bronze Baltic Porter. Baltic. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is from Odyssey Beer Works in Arvada, Colorado. And this is a whopping 7.3% ABV.
2: Yep. Yeah, it is. Mm.
1: Crisp, smooth, full-bodied beer with notes of plum, toffee, and raisins.
0: Yep. Not Not got sure the dark fruit it. in there for sure. Not sure if I'd describe it as crisp. Hmm. Not crisp. This one's warmed up.
2: Yeah.
0: I would say a prune juice. Not really. It's better than that. <laughs> Just being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> But there are... there's something that my grandmother used to give me when I was a little boy. Here, take some fruit juice. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that when you were being a little jerk? <laughs> yeah,
2: right. She wanted... Or she was running around. He was running around too much, and yeah. she wanted to make sure that he stayed at the Grand, Grandma <laughs> needs you to sit down for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got some sort of barley wine notes to it, though, like uh, raisin-ish kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a barley wine, but... You know, there's it, no, no otter hops. Or
0: it's otter more anymore. into that spectrum than anything we've had so far.
1: Sure. Well, a Baltic porter is an offshoot of an 18th century porter style channeled through the history of imperial stouts. Um, in the late 1700s, Henry Thrale's Anchor Brewery in London was famous for its stark porter beers. And they shipped a lot of them to the Baltic states. And I guess that's how it sort of developed um what's interesting though about this style is that it can be either porter i mean ailed or lagered um and I, yeah and i've had both versions i tend to like a the loggering version better yeah um than the ale version no offense to the ale versions and um i mean it could be aged for what a couple months to like over a year mm-hmm. yeah
0: and you could you could almost uh, to kind of strike a balance. You could you could you could ferment it like you would uh, say an alt beer, which is you know uh, um. uh, an ale at a low temperature. So you sure. could do it that way as well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: So the name Baltic Porter's only been around since the nineties. Really, like it's not a historical name. Oh wow! Like it was. That doesn't uh, surprise me. Uh, and describes a modern collection of beers with a somewhat similar profile from it? Baltic countries, and it's not historical versions. So,
2: so I, I, uh, 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 who came up with the first one? They probably you know applied for the style
3: or what exactly they no. probably have a trademark on the name, Baltic like Tennessee whiskey, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. But it's very okay, so it's a lot different than the previous beers that we had. Um, it's a little bit more fruit forward. You know, in that maltiness, um, does it feel seven point three percent?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Boozy.
1: Yeah.
3: Was the first Little thing that bit, was. Yeah, now. I
0: mean Yeah. Yeah, definitely compared, compared to everything else.
3: Definitely compared to the others. You know, two percent yeah. is a pretty and big it's not count.
0: as big as some of them get. I'm thinking of the one that um uh, very interesting beer, uh, flying dog gonzo imperial Porter.
2: Imperial porter. Mm-hmm. such a good but beer. But that
0: is a Baltic porter, it is that they, that they actually made for Hunter S. Thompson, and yeah, it was his favorite beer. Wow,
3: great,
2: great bottle art! This is bottle yeah.
0: Yeah. What is it? What yeah. is that one like, eight or nine? It's 9.2 percent. I, I thought it was close to 10. Yeah, yeah. wow, Yep. Yeah, there you
1: that'll go, that'll get you. There you go, but okay, so for. The Baltic porters that I've had and that Reverend Marcus had, I think this is a little light in this scheme of flavors on a Baltic porter.
0: I think so, too. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's like it's been young-aged as opposed to old-aged, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense.
2: So the complexities haven't developed yet.
1: Yeah, you're yeah, exactly, you're... exactly. Um, I'd love to see this if this was aged a bit longer, you know, and, and more like dark fruitiness and... Maybe like take that little alcohol burn off of it, off of the top, and right. you know, and trade it with it the fruit. Feels like
3: it needs like a, a but, little yeah. more bittering component to it, or something. I wouldn't
2: hate just a barrel finish personally. Well, tannin yeah, sure. Thing. That,
3: that's, For sure, and that mm-hmm. that's that's very very true as well. Like I, I was thinking, barrel or extra hops or something, just just something to kind of cut that sweetness and the booziness a little
2: bit introduce a little more astringency yeah you want to go back and keep drinking it
3: yeah Yeah, get
0: that pucker kind of like where you want to yeah sure or i could see with this one being if you if you lagered it that once it's fermented then i make an ice beer from it oh wow even further yeah Yeah. we
2: don't and so we don't uh encourage anybody doing that in the United (laughs) States of America because that would be illegally distilling.
0: Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Kind of distilling in reverse order, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, anyways, we are going to rate this Baltic Porter, otherwise known as Big Bad Bronze Baltic Porter, a four.
3: Oh. Four's had it. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, I was... But whatever
1: (laughs) Okay Let's move on To the next one This one is from Brews beers And this is their Czech dark Lager
3: Brews Haven't we had 4.8% ABV You know we started With a dark Czech lager Well We didn't
1: start You're right So, this is full flavor with chocolate, roast, and malt, a complex beer that is still light refreshing, and a low ABV that you can enjoy several with. So, 4.8%. This is a little lower than the rest that we've had.
3: You know what's weird is like, so the previous beer was 7%. 7 7.3. Yep. This one's Mm 4.8, and I feel like there's more complexity in this beer. You don't feel like it. There is. Oh, I feel like it. I'm <laughs> I'm feeling me right now. I feel it all over. Yeah.
1: This, yeah. I could just mm. inhale this. like, I mean, like literally just inhale.
3: It's got the aroma. The aroma. It's got the mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Drew just found out he cannot breathe wow. beer. Not for lack of trying.
1: Well, there's a first time for yeah. everything. The
3: fish doesn't know it's in water. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and what's the ABV on the, this is 4.8. That's amazing. It is amazing. See, that's what, I just think this spear is fantastic, when you consider that. Right, alone. (laughs) Alone. I almost wonder,
2: like, are they lying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: I know.
3: Tell me the real ABV. Right. Well, you know, like so many times, like when we do IPAs, you know, we'll do a flight, and like we'll maybe mix in a session IPA or a lower ABV one, and it very it obvious. suffers you know because it it lacks flavor complexity this is the exact opposite
2: this is the lowest abv that we had in the flight
3: yep. right mm-hmm. we're
2: finishing with it right like we're doing everything wrong
0: sure yeah mm-hmm. and completely yet, and it's blowing our minds right yeah yep. yep. which is ridiculous and yet our palates are not so fatigued that they can't pick up some new interesting no, notes and especially this. coming yep.
1: after that Coming after that seven point three percent Baltic Porter,
0: mm-hmm. you know, there's some chocolate
3: and there's you know a little bit of roast, but there's just a lot of different things happening with this beer, and they're all good.
1: God, I mean, yeah, this is uh, this is a testament. I've
0: never heard of this brew before. Have you guys, like, I'm, no. beers, no, I never have. But I, I think that it it, it puts the uh, the the Putin. Uh, lager to shame.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Wow. This, yeah, this but is frankly, impressive. This it, is,
2: it puts almost all the rest of the flight to shame. I mean, the, uh, all of them were good. Yeah. Right. No, there, there was there not was, a bad beer. Right right right, right. right. right.
3: I would, I would drink plenty of every one of the beers in this flight. But this one, if you just line them all up, this is far and away best in show.
1: Yeah. This one's a little extra special. Well, the bruised beers dark check Logger, we are going to rate a five.
3: As if there was any <laughs> Only because we don't have a six.
1: Now, looks like we have time for bonus. Right? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So let's go into the Jolly Roger black lager. <laughs> Yars. Yeah.
3: Except it's not.
1: Uh, yeah. So this one is 5.2% ABV. And it is coming from Eddy Line Brewery.
2: Eddy Line. Eddy Line. Mm-hmm. Is that down old copper line? <laughs>
3: Sorry. Sorry. Wow.
1: This is Buena Vista, Colorado.
3: Ah, bueno.
1: Right. What's interesting is the description that was told to us was that it was a logger. We were
2: lager sold mm-hmm. a bill of goods. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Five point two percent ABV, black as midnight sky, bold as a pirate.
2: It is not black as midnight
3: sky. It's pretty dark. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. It's one of the darker beers in the flight. I would say. I mean, well, because the there were at least two that were lighter than it.
2: Fair. I would say the Schwartz weather was.
3: That black was the as darkest. Night. That was yeah. the darkest one. Yeah. This would be second or third. Agreed. It's tasty.
2: I mean, it should be a lager. Yeah, but it's tasty. There's a
3: There's a fruitiness about it. So, say there's a yeah.
2: rum sweetness that I was going to say.
3: That I that makes me feel like that might be the difference between this and if it was a lager. It doesn't mm. finish as clean.
2: Is that something that's characteristic of ale yeast versus lager? I use? think
0: so. Like there's, there's right to me. It's the finish a lot of times. And you have yeah. It's it's fermented at a ambient temperature, and because this is a ale without a lot of hops. I mean, there's there's the black IPAs that we've talked about, but this yeah. you know doesn't have the hop to counter to counterbalance anything. So you're getting yeah. a little bit more fruit. This one's got a little more mouthfeel to it too, to me. It's yeah. like, it's
3: a little chewier.
1: It yeah, it is. It's interesting.
3: I would posit, and i may be entirely
2: wrong, but that's I would think that, that is something to be expected more from an ale yeast than a lager
0: yeast I think in so general. Too, yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, because lagers like tend to be drier, right? No, the things end. don't
3: mm-hmm. drop out at those cold temperatures. But, right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This is
0: Yeah, nice now, meal, and yeah. you know, if you if you if you ferment your ales at a very low ambient, you're gonna get less you know, fruit, but you're still going to get some.
1: Yeah. I mean, this isn't, this isn't bad and this works in the flight. I mean, in, in the the scheme of it. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Even though they lied to us and hurt our feelings, I I still like it.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, we are going to rate the Jolly Roger Black Lager I <laughs> <Yar.
3: laughs> lager um, black. From ale.
1: Eddie Line, we are gonna rate this a four.
3: Good job, uh, Eddie Line. Uh, uh. Just don't lie about it being a Yeah, don't ever lie to me again.
1: Okay. Now, quickly, we do have time for just one more bonus beer. What? Bonuses on bonuses. I know, right? And what we have in front of us is the Dunkel from Yeehaw Brewing, Mm -hmm. which is kind of in our... Johnson City, Tennessee. Yeah, which is in our backyard.
3: Well, our yard's not that big, but... The state's quite large. Yeah. Well, True.
1: So this one is five point five percent ABV, and again in the wheelhouse of a lot of what we've been
3: drinking today. So dunkel is a ger- another German, mm-hmm. a dark German lager, made with wheat. Uh, no, a dunkel no. weizen is made with wheat, right. but a, a traditional dunkel is just, I think, barley.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's. It's. I just always a, look at
3: Reverend Mark because he knows everything. I do
0: Yeah. Know. No. It's. It's. It's not a wheat wheat ale at all. You're right. There is the Bison Bob. There
3: is a Dunkel Weizen, uh, which Dunkel is Bison. the kind of the wheat version of a Dunkel. A dark. It's a dark wheat beer. Right. No. Right. But like the the Dunkel is really just a nice big dark kind of chocolatey beer. Mm-hmm. It's definitely
2: um, big, especially. For five point five percent, it drinks kind of like that big bad Brawn a little bit, not quite as boozy, not as man. not mm. as
3: boozy, probably not as pruny with the dark fruits, but it's definitely got a bigger flavor than a Schwartz beer. Like right. that—that's the cool thing about it. It's like a Schwarzbier is like is German; it's extremely clean lager. A Dunkel is also a German lager, dark German lager, but it's got more rounded flavors right. going on.
0: There. It's it's really right between the Schwartz beer that we started out with and then the Czech amber that yeah. was more nuanced. This is in the middle. Yep. Yep. Between yep. those two.
3: Very cool. Yeah. And and I'm very happy that a Tennessee brewery has a really nice version of a Dunkel. Mm-hmm. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's not a style that a lot of American breweries do.
1: No, it's not common, and I mean, still in this Should day be. and age, we're getting so many funky IPAs and sour IPAs and fruited things and lactosey things,
2: smoothies.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's a gummies. It's, yeah, gummies and all sorts of things. Slushies. But, but this is nice to like actually go back to basics, if you will. Beer flavored beer. Right. Exactly. And this is very flavorful. And again, at what, five and a half percent ABV? This is this is a lot.
2: Is it just me or is this less, quote unquote, roasty than the rest, than the Schwarz beers that we had? Or is that just the, the higher ABV, you know, the more, quote unquote, booze?
3: Yeah,
0: I don't get a lot of roast character in this. Uh, so here's what uh, a,
3: a Dunkel should be. It's a traditional malty brown lager from Bavaria, Deeply toasted, bready malt flavors without any roast or burnt flavors. Smooth and rich with a restrained bitterness and a relatively dry finish that allows for drinking in quantity. Hmm. There you I go. I love that. Yeah, That's yeah. my best broad beer. It's It's quaffable. Yeah. 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 It's
1: very quaffable. And we are going to rate this a four for the Yeehaw
3: Dunkel. Uh, well, Yeehaw. I'm pretty sure Yeehaw is German for that's good
2: (laughs) I think the Germans are gonna be mad at you (laughs) but it's hard to tell
3: yeah
1: well I think that's gonna do it for today's episode and what a cool episode I think right Mm -hmm. I mean with all these like interesting dark
3: beers I could do this again
1: yeah well I'd like to thank my co-host today for joining us all together Reverend Mark thank you so much for being here
0: thank you so good to be here Good old boy, Drew. Thanks for having me.
3: Good
1: old boy, Dave. Moist.
3: <laughs> Had to. Of course. Had to be of nice. course.
1: Well, this is good old gal, Juliana. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time.
2: We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap.
1: Just
2: tap it in. The subscribe button.
1: Give it a little tappy.
2: Tap, tap, tap the easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone, play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions. Of- of other fans on those social media platforms do us a favor take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online that's a big help to us and we get to see your feedback as well come back join us for another episode and keep on sipping